Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. Uh, I'm glad that you're here, and let's get started. So this is part two of the previous podcast that I've been talking about. Um, my journey, my journey into healing, and how you can get started yourself. Um, continuing on from the previous part, I stop at the I uh, stop that the part where I mentioned I was a teenager and that I become, uh, I grow up and become employed and that I was a good employer, employee and then I got married and have my own child. I don't know, it's a long journey. But the, the lesson I want to share behind all of this is that um, you don't know how your life will turn out to be. You know, you can go and work on your goals um, come up with ideas on how to live your life, try this and that in the end, and all that matters is you accepting what you're going through, and also before you accept, you need to learn how to make sense of what happened, what happens in your life, and being able to accept what happened um, being able to make sense and accept what happens in your life is by opening doors. To understanding yourself, opening doors to feedback, and also giving yourself the space and the chance to understand your emotions, to release whatever negativity or pain that you go through. And then, you know, things will continue happening. The thing about um, trauma is it happens all the time in every phase in our lives, right? And why do some experiences it's way to some experiences are a lot harder than others right and sometimes we like the knowledge we like the support and the knowledge of how do i bounce back from this because we, we want to continue with life the thing is we just don't know how we just don't know how to handle our emotions and when we don't handle our emotions right it becomes stored in our body such as anger resentment and then it will appear as symptoms out in our body physically mentally spiritually your relationships with other people and that's when you discover and you realize that hey i need some time for myself i need to heal right everyone goes through healing even the prophets of allah went through a period of healing and healing is a lot of things everything at once it's not just again like i mentioned in the previous podcast it isn't just one facet of life like if you've been hurt physically you don't just heal physically at all right not just that you have to heal mentally emotionally spiritually as well right and a great example would be if um you've been through a hard time in life right an example a previous example i gave was when you ride a bike and then you fell you have you had a physical wound so how do you tend to that wound right you just um patch up the wound put a plaster on it and just rest right but we forget that there are other forms of uh, healing that we need you know mentally emotionally how do you feel are you upset do you receive that support that you need spiritually how do you how do you hold yourself are you able to be patient with what you go through patient to yourself do you you know hate on other people for not helping you all these things happen another way another example that i would like to share about healing is when someone hurt you someone criticized you right and healing isn't just about you know patching out the wounds it's also 
it allows you it also allows you to understand why people do what they do right because sometimes we have questions and we need answers right you have questions like why would this person hurt me why would you criticize me like this and then we start to discover hey maybe yeah there are a few reasons maybe this person is stressed themselves then that's why this person is stressing me out right because people need a form of release the thing is our body will tell us and show us symptoms in our life right when we're mad at someone do you know what you do if we don't express and communicate our anger we tend to let out our anger by physically um showing that we're angry so we might bang the door a lot louder right we might you know hit things or even hurt other people sometimes right parents who are stressed out they tend to if they're not able to stop themselves when the child cries they're not able to stop themselves physically they might hit on the child right things happen right it's not all the symptoms and not just that do you know that you know people who go through depression and a, a long period of sadness and debilitating anxiety and pain it's not just whatever they're feeling right it's not just emotionally that they are affected spiritually as well they'll think that you know they are not good enough for Allah they're not um the repentance are not accepted they think that way and not just that you know when you're going through a hard time when you're emotionally low you realize that you know you're um you're not able to pray on time maybe you don't have that energy and you realize that the food that you eat you don't really have that appetite so even the food that you eat is affecting you some people i mean we talk about healing again it's not just one facet of life it's everything together so when we talk about healing when i talk about healing i, I want to focus on holistically focus on it holistically meaning that you know if someone hurt you in the past and you don't know what it is you know what it is right because you know maybe you grow up not being given the chance to make sense of what happened as a result you've become adult you don't know why you like the anger management you don't know why you become so irritated easily by other people you don't know why you are not as open to your spouse maybe you don't know why when with a child you feel there's so much hatred or a sense of pain i don't know where it comes from and that's why we start to ask ourselves these are symptoms we start to ask ourselves what is actually affecting us deeply right we want to go back to the source and sometimes we don't realize these things that are happening to us right the symptoms that appear we don't realize like the sort where the source is and that's important to you know and that's why it's important to ask for help to seek the support of someone who has been where you've been so a professional and the thing is let me tell you sometimes our own family our own loved ones cannot help us right because they don't see from your point of view for someone who's not trauma informed they are not trained to see what's relevant in your eyes why do i say this because you know it could be a, a small issue for your husband a small issue for your spouse a small issue for your sibling that happened maybe in the past All right and you talk to this um you talk to them and said that hey I, I felt really hurt when um, my mom or dad compared me to my sibling right compared me to you maybe this is just an example to say that and maybe your spouse you know it might might not always be wrong that they invalidate you because to them they see it as oh maybe they're just you know just making a statement out of it or maybe they just feel like they want to say you know they're getting older and they're just saying things but to you you feel it deep down because you know it hurts 
because it brings back all the painful memories of the past, right? So people who are not trauma-informed, they're not trained to see things that are relevant for you, right? They only say things as if they just want to get rid of your pain, right? They just want to stop you from, you know, complaining or expressing the pain. People who are not comfortable with their own emotions, they won't be comfortable with other people's emotions. Have you seen an adult trying to, um, have you seen an adult, a parent, trying to soothe a child when a child or a baby, a baby, yeah, let's say a baby, when a baby cries? You can literally see and know just by their reactions who are the ones that are comfortable with heavy emotions and who are the ones that are not, right? I would give, I'm able to say right now, the people that are not comfortable with heavy emotions such as cries and loudness of this tears of a baby wailing and crying and whining are the ones that will try to soothe the child by, by you know, shushing them, by making their voice louder than the child. They're not able to show their calm. They are unable to share their regulation with the child. Right. So some for some adults, they get really mad and triggered by those whiny tears and crying of this baby to that to the point where they might physically, you know, uh, stop the child from crying. But you can't you can't see. I mean, it's not all the time because people have limits too. People have limits with how much you know they're either triggered, and there are a lot of factors that take into account whether or not this adult is you know um, well rested, this adult has eaten or not. But you can see that you know. If all the other factors are okay, right? This adult has eaten, this adult is okay, and then all of a sudden that this child cries, wanting to be soothed and held, we can see whether the adult is okay and comfortable with heavy emotions. It, you, it, it gives you a window to their past to see whether that when they were that baby, when they were that baby in the past, were they given that um, regulation by their own caregivers and parents? Right, so this is just an example of being, you know, aware of yourself, aware of uh, healing and your healing journey. I was wanting to add that, you know, there's a sister, lovely sister who DM'd me on Instagram and asked me, she's new to this, so she asked me, you know, um, I don't know, she doesn't know what is the correct way to heal. Like, where do I start? Where do I begin? Do I tell this person that you have hurt me in the past and I want an apology from you? I want to settle, settle these things down or, you know, just figure it out on my own? Or do you, you know, should, you, should I just be understanding and not approach them because I know that this person has a traumatic past themselves, so I just let it go and let it be, right? Because, you know, again, people who, when you don't do something, generally when people don't want to do something, it's because they are afraid of the consequences, right? So this lovely sister was asking, you know, um, should I be understanding or should I approach them? But at the same time, I'm afraid that if I approach them, they will be in a condition much worse than before, right? This is a valid fear. People have this. Like whoever has gone through a traumatic past will know and understand that when you confront people of, you know, other people, especially when you are the victim and they're the ones that have hurt you, when you confront them about their actions, most of the time people don't take it well especially those that are emotionally immature. This is a new term, not so new to me, but maybe it's new to you, a new term to um, explain that there are people who are not, again, comfortable with their heavy emotions, with their own emotions, because 
when they were raised by their own caregivers and parents, they were not given that safe and secure space to let express, to let out all the emotions, to express all the emotions, right? Because there are times when, you know, the different generations of the past that only expect um, the child to be happy and not show the emotions. And this will lead to a lot of resentment and anger, right? If you see our parents' generation or maybe our grandparents, right? They are the generation that don't really express their emotions so much openly as compared to generations of today, right? And that has a lot of uh, consequences as well. Here's the thing, I tell everyone, you can do whatever it is, but there will always be consequences to your actions. There will always be effects and symptoms that you, you realize that, hey, hey where's it coming from? And for some people, they want to heal and realize that they need to get this fixed. For some people, they just want to suppress it, hide it under the carpet and not work on it. And it gets, it gets worse than before. But they don't want to realize it because they have so much fear. They have so much fear of the consequences. They just don't want things to change. Right? Because again, change is uncomfortable, but it's so much needed all the time, honestly speaking. So back to the question about, you know, what should I do? Should I approach or not approach? Here's the thing. For me, it starts with awareness. Knowing that you have a problem with this person, especially in relationships, right? Anything in a traumatic episode, there are always people involved especially if you're the one, the victim or the one that has been hurt in the process. And here's an idea for you, you know, to open your mind a bit. In any traumatic episodes, everyone, everyone's experiences is relevant, meaning that maybe you are the victim and there's an abuser or someone who hurt other people, but their stories are relevant too. They have a reason why they acted out that way or, yeah, or, or whatever, um, they have the motivations to do whatever they did, right? Is it, is it right or wrong? It depends on what they did, right? But people have, again, because we're um, humans and we have motivations of why we do certain things. We have intentions, right? I say this because being the victim or being the one who has been hurt by other people, a lot of times, other people who are not, again, trauma-informed, who don't understand the relevancy of your story they will tell you to you know what suck it up get over it why are you still talking about this thing that has happened like 20 10 30 years ago why are you still bring this up right they don't understand again everyone's story is relevant right and here here here's the thing it starts with awareness and awareness that there's other people involved and you might feel motivated to confront and ask this person and let them know because maybe back then you didn't have the chance you weren't given the safe space to express your anger your frustration you just take it in it happens sometimes not in not all cases right and maybe just you just lost because you know during traumatic um a traumatic event something that caused you to be really um uh, stumped meaning that you just don't know what to do you go into a fight or flight response. Your body is telling you to either fight it back, you know, confront that person back and attack or run away, right? Because it's to save yourself. If you don't save yourself, you might die. I mean, simply put, you might die, right? Maybe not um, literally, but figuratively, you might just shut down. So that's what I do. Traumatic episode, anything, anything that caused your body to, you know, get worked up, you get really anxious or really angry or certain things right 
what you during that time what you might have been uh, what you might have done was just to keep quiet or just move away run away you fight back and then you just don't know what happened because during traumatic episodes you don't your body your body is just built to protect you make sure that you're not hurt physically emotionally mentally whatever it is so sometimes you might shut out you don't remember shut out meaning you don't remember what that person said to you right because it's just to protect you your body will sense that your heartbeat is racing your body will sense that you know you're sweating or tricking it uh, sweats trickle down your forehead and everything you start crying what did your body was uh, what your body is intended uh to do is just to keep you alive at the moment right so sometimes you might walk away right and here's the thing during this traumatic episode you might forget the details of what happens because it's just it just like it's just like that it's how the body is created our executive functioning the part of the brain that tells you things that are logical and rational they're just not looking at that moment in time when it's trying to keep you alive right so that's why maybe only today that you realize that hey i've had this you know bad issue issue in the past that i feel like it's oh, it's still it's affecting me right the more you try to suppress the more it will appear the symptoms will appear you'll get you know even more mad at yourself you get even more resentful at other people and people just be like what you might take out stress on other people and you don't even know where it started it could be this right because you didn't you didn't have the chance to express all the emotions and make sense of what happened in um in the past during that traumatic episode so this is a time right now right when you're aware that there are people involved and you want to confront right now you are in a, a calm and regulated mood and you want to confront them right confront meaning you know it can be talked nicely um, have a discussion make the person realize what happened you can go ahead right if but if you know that this person is going to get worked up this person is going to throw throw a, a temper tantrum especially um of the older generation maybe it's your parents caregivers uncle aunties relatives right then i suggest not i suggest not because you know what they will not understand you they will not validate you simply put they will not validate your experience people who don't understand the reason why you open up like this um even when you try to explain in a calm manner for them they will be triggered because they, they might feel like are you attacking me right now are you saying things that happened in the past we're supposed to forget it why are you still bring this up right because it, especially for the older generation for them it's like that it just so happens do you realize that there were times when um you have an issue at home if a mom and dad people of the older generations they don't talk about it the next day and you realize that they are okay like they live like normal right they talk to you like it's normal like nothing ever happened but to you you're like wait what didn't you just shout at me yesterday didn't you just hurt other people with your words yesterday like and today you're like nothing nothing happened it's because that generation has been they have been it's been ingrained in them programmed in them for so long we don't talk about really difficult things like we might fight but the next day we're okay but it doesn't work for you it doesn't work for you because it's affecting you emotionally you keep thinking about it and you feel hurt and you want to know whether this person feels bad for their actions right yeah take it from me um you know if, if even if you have done it if you talk to them about it and you don't get the reaction you didn't get the apology that you want um 
I suggest, I strongly suggest that you let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let go of the expectation of wanting them to understand you because no, they won't. So now it's on you. Now it's on you to heal. Heal, meaning that you ask yourself, you know, what do you want to do moving on forward? What is stopping you? Like, you, are you still mad at them? Right? This is the next point that I have resentment. Right? It starts with awareness, knowing that there's something that's affecting you, special things that have happened in the past, and you want to talk about it. And then that leads to resentment. This is something that um, people don't want to admit. A lot of people, especially people of, who have the understanding of relig- uh, religion, with regards with parents, right? Um, they don't want to admit that people have resentment inside them. Resentment is valid. Resentment happens because there's a lot of other emotions deep down that has turned into resentment because you're not allowed to talk about it, express it, and it becomes stagnant. All these emotions become stagnant. It stays in your body. It turns into resentment. And everyone goes through this phase, this stage in life, right? With any one of the relationships, because this is just how um, life has been created. This is just how Allah has promised that we'll be tested with our relationships with the people, our wealth, our health, and ourselves, and also with the people, right? We'll go through this resentment. And how do you know whether you have resentment? You realize that, you know, you don't want to talk to this person. You don't want to face this person. You might not even be able to look them in the eye you might not hold eye contact with them you just want whole boundaries and you know not let's not talk about him at all you don't you, you're like that right and it's okay let me tell you what you have to go through this path this stage of resentment before you move on and realize that you know what i don't want to stay in this stage i just want to move on take aligned actions and be myself and live my life because i cannot wait for people's validation I can no longer wait for people's apology because it doesn't work that way, right? That was a time when we can ask for apology and we get it and it becomes sincere. Maybe not your relationship with your parents, maybe relationship with your spouse, maybe relationship with the siblings. You know, you can apologize, hug and move on. But maybe with your parents, it becomes really hard because to them, why should I apologize to my children? It's your generation and their understanding that it is... Um, why should they have the humility to apologize? It's just them, their generation. And it's, it's understandable, right? I used to wait. I used to wait for her apology and it didn't come. And what? Do you, are you just going to wait for her apology? When it didn't come, are you just going to stay mad? You know what? The world doesn't wait for emotions. The world doesn't wait until we become calm. You have to do it for yourself, right? You can be mad. You can be angry. You can... Talk about it. Talk to someone who understands and validate your emotions. And then what? Are you just going to stay being angry? That's, that's the step that people don't have. Right? They don't have someone they want to talk to that can validate their emotions. Because, you know, I believe 100% of the time, really 100%, as long as you have someone that can validate your emotions and understand what you are going through, you will most likely move on. Right? You will most likely take the next step why people don't heal why do people stay resent resentful with other people it's because there are other people that don't validate their emotions how do you feel when people gaslight you and dismiss your feelings like just let it go it's it's so it's something small how do you feel that way you feel like you're not hurt like hey hello excuse me listen to me this can you just agree with what i'm feeling because those people don't know how uh, they don't understand how this 
emotions that you feel, these experiences that you have, is relevant to you. This is what a lot of people are lacking. They just want to, you know, cut to the chase. You just want to take out the problems and hardships. But this is life, right? This is a word of wisdom that I have to, for you. In life, you're not supposed... It's not going to work if you are here trying to take away the hardship. Because hardship is promised. In this world, hardship is promised. It is what you do during that hardship and what you do after that. When you are met with hardship and tests and trials of this world, what are you going to do with that? What are you going to do? Right? People are so, so, what is the term? People are so uh, motivated, maybe. They're just so, mm, I got lost for words, huh? They're just so much, they're just so focused on taking the pain away. And that can happen in your own uh, childhood. Like your parents, our parents are who grow up who were raised in an environment that don't have financial um stability and who might be poor who might like certain things right they don't want the kids to go through what they went through right so what they do is they might remove hardships in the path of the child but guess what it won't work right it won't work because this is how we grow resilient for this life in this life is a test this life is promised as a test so instead of you thinking that you want things to be easy, no, let me, let me help you understand that this world is going to be difficult, but what can make you move on from this difficulty and how can you overcome that is knowing how to hold yourself in this period of pain, knowing how to calm your nerves, how to get over it, how to get over that pain and move on with your life. And even better, how to take that pain and use it as a form of a rebound, right? Push you even more forward, right? The goal of this world isn't to take out pain for you and not to remove pain, not to have um, difficulties. Even people who have the most of things, the most wealth, the most uh, the healthiest of people, all everyone has difficulty because it is promised by the creator of this world. It's Allah. Allah has promised that there will be difficulties. You will be tested. Even more so if you're Muslim. Right? If you see that there are other people out there that seem so easy that they have all the money, they can purchase all the th things that you've always been wanting and you didn't have any chance. Right? They have it easy. And guess what? That's, that's the reason for that pain. Now, I'm not here trying to invalidate your experiences, that pain. No, I'm trying to help you understand that the more you're focused on keeping yourself grounded during the spirit of difficulty, the better you get at life. The better you'll understand that, hey, the people that hurt you, you can draw a filter, you can draw a line, no matter who it is, right? You can be so confident being yourself, you can be so confident about who you are, as that people can hurt you, and you can cry about it, you can talk about it, and then you can move on. You can even use the pain, the criticisms, and push forward. Like, be yourself even more. That's, that's what I've come to learn, subhanAllah, because I allow myself to feel the resentment. I was told that I cannot be resentful, right? I was told that, you know, even if your parents hurt you, you're supposed to be good to them. Yes, but the problem is right now, like if I don't have a space for me to let go of my emotions, make sense of what happened, making sense meaning express my opinions and pains and dislikes, if I'm not given that chance and opportunity, 
I'll hate my parents even more. I'll hate for their actions. I'll hate what happened in the past. Right? If I'm not given that space to really understand why they do this, if I'm not given that time to understand that, okay, my parents themselves have tra traumatic experiences. If I didn't go on to learn all these things and give myself the time to feel resentful, right? I wouldn't be where I am today. And I live with my parents for how long? May Allah bless them. May Allah bless all, all, all our parents. But for people who are going through a traumatic, experiences, right, traumatic experience right now, the first goal isn't to pray for their parents or make dua or be happy for them, right? Oh, that's my daughter. She's here again. There'll be a pot tree coming up. So I already cut that shot, but inshallah, it's... It'll take a long time to talk about it. Thank you, everyone.